What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So I originally was going to kind of skip this week's episode because I was supposed to move. But apparently, nobody knows how to do their job right. Our escrow didn't close when it should have. So I think I'm moving next week now. It's been fun, really. But because of that, we get an episode this week. We're going to get right into it today. So sit down and get ready for this. So at this point in the scamdemic, I thought it was just like a known fact now that ivermectin can definitely save lives if you are infected with COVID. Well, apparently there are a huge group of people that still think ivermectin is just a horse dewormer. Thank you, CNN and Dr. Gupta. I actually had someone try to like argue with me the other day telling me that there's no evidence that ivermectin works and they actually started saying remdesivir is the way to go. And apparently this person just parrots what they hear off CNN and has not bothered to look up any of the information by themselves because there is a study and it's entitled treatment with ivermectin is associated with decreased mortality in COVID-19 patients. And this was an analysis of 1,761,060 patients that tested positive for COVID. They actually did multiple studies. This is based upon multiple studies with the use of ivermectin versus not using ivermectin. So I actually have the full PDF. If you want any of the studies that show ivermectin definitely decreases mortality in COVID-19 patients, shoot me a line at vanishedinthevalley at protonmail.com or try to hit me up on the Instagram at vanishedathena. I will happily send it over to you because apparently there are still people that don't understand how beneficial ivermectin can be for people. It can literally save lives. And if Fauci hadn't been in charge and wasted billions of dollars on remdesivir and basically wanted a loophole so he could get these vaccines passed through because, I don't know, uh, he had a patent on this stuff. He had a stake in the vaccines. So if, you know, there was any sort of medication that was suitable for treatment for COVID at that time, they would not have been able to give emergency use authorization to the big pharma scammers. So there's just a lot of evidence that have come out maybe in the last three, four weeks that just show how great ivermectin is at decreasing deaths from COVID-19. And I found something else that was really interesting. So check this out. The professor who altered the critical, quote unquote, Andrew Hill ivermectin paper also prepared the ivermectin evidence that the World Health Organization used to discredit the drug. No shit. Get ready for this. So going back to January of 2021, we already had plenty of evidence that ivermectin could decrease death rates by 75% with people infected by COVID-19. But a very powerful lobby got a hold of that information and just stopped it in its tracks. The lead author of the paper, Dr. Andrew Hill, admitted that quote-unquote unnamed people influenced the outcome of the paper. 
The net effect may have cost hundreds of thousands of lives because ivermectin was known to be effective and it is safe and its availability was extremely high. Like you can get it anywhere from America to some little village in Africa. It's widely available and it has been for decades. So we've been trying to figure out who could have been involved in getting the paper squashed and what you just have to do is follow the money as per usual. So Dr. Andrew Hill has a nonprofit called Unitaid, U-N-I-T-A-I-D, and it is mostly funded by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation pressured Dr. Hill to alter his findings that ivermectin could save lives. And what Hill ended up changing his findings to was this, and I quote, Ivermectin should be validated in larger, appropriately controlled, randomized trials before the results are sufficient for review by the proper authorities. Now, this was at a point when supposedly nations everywhere across the world were experiencing 15,000 COVID deaths per day. Don't you think that is enough to, I don't know, say, hey, let's try a drug that we know to be safe to just try to save lives? But no, not when Billy Gates is involved and Unitaid wants to, you know, save its $120 million commitment from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So as with everything else, millions of people suffered and died because of money, because Bill Gates wanted to make more millions, because Fauci was invested in Moderna. It's fucking ridiculous, and I can't express enough how much I want these people to be held responsible to be tried for crimes against humanity. But as we all know, that is not very likely to happen. Now, in this whole story, I'd have to say Dr. Tess Laurie was just absolutely phenomenal. She is the one that confronted Dr. Andrew Hill about altering the paper. She knew that this paper had originally touted ivermectin as potentially saving hundreds of thousands of lives. And when she saw the redone letter that was going to be distributed to the World Health Organization and other universities across the world, she's like, oh, hell no. So, yeah, she was the badass that stood up and basically got it out to the world that this paper was altered and originally it showed ivermectin was extremely helpful in reducing deaths for COVID-infected patients. But it's just like people want money. That's all they care about is their fucking funding and getting more money and, you know, brown nosing to somebody with deep pockets. These motherfuckers need to be stopped. This is who was in charge of our lives. You know, I just heard Nancy alien face Pelosi talking about we need to get more billions to Ukraine. It's like, bitch, we've got a 5,000 person strong tent city here in the Bay Area, but you're worried about Ukraine? Don't they have enough? I mean, last I checked, their little president guy, I swear to God, he's like three feet tall. But anyway, that's beside the point. Their little president has billions of dollars squirreled away, but we need to give him our tax dollars? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, literally, as of yesterday, I saw on NPR politics, they, they posted this tweet. It says, the White House is warning it will have to wind down a program that pays to test, treat, and vaccinate uninsured people for COVID-19 because the administration has run out of money for the program. 
which Congress failed to include in funding legislation. Are you fucking joking? So check this part out. Another immediate impact will be the end of federal funding for monoclonal antibodies, a treatment that has been provided free of charge. Starting next week, the White House said it will cut all allocations to states by more than 30% to stretch its existing supplies. But no shit they're talking about sending more billions of dollars over to Ukraine to, I don't know, piss away on some bullshit that has nothing to do with America. It's just clown world next level. Speaking of clown world next level, did you guys hear about the weapons for Ukraine that were found in boxes with humanitarian aid? No shit. So apparently the Italian media is reporting that workers at the Galileo Galilei airport in Pisa found weapons in boxes with humanitarian aid for Ukraine. The union of the airport workers was so outraged that they refused to load it. Well, no shit. That's how you get airliners that are not military issue blown out of the sky. Because I guarantee you that information will eventually leak out. And then all of a sudden some plane that has passengers and just happens to also have boxes for humanitarian relief gets shot out of the sky. It happened in World War II with ships. Don't think it can't happen again because history absolutely rhymes. So the other day, I posted a picture on the Instagram of the gas lines here in California that were just, I think it was about, I counted, so there's basically seven pumps, and each pump has three little hoses on it. And the line was no shit, 10 cars deep on each pump. It's crazy because the gas is nearing $6 a gallon in most places in California, and then in a lot of places, it's already over $6 a gallon. Which is crazy because gas barrel prices have actually come down to less than $100 per barrel. So it's pretty easy to tell that the gas prices are being inflated artificially because, you know, why not steal some more money from the middle class? They're basically trying to say all you fucking hardworking middle class people, you single mothers out there trying to feed your family, go buy a $80,000 electric car. You can go get a loan for it. You can do all that. And it's all planned and it has been planned. This is just part of the Great Reset. They're literally trying to crash the economy. And now while everyone is super broke right now, guess what? You can make money from the FBI by snitching on your friends and neighbors. They want you to no shit turn in people you know if you see them having large amounts of cash. I'm just like, are you fucking joking? No, this is 100% serious. So this is going down in Charlotte, North Carolina. And you can just text the FBI and tattle on the people you know if you think they have illegal cash. The informants can make up to 25% of the money seized. And that's according to an FBI news release. So can you imagine how many asshole neighbors, pissed off exes are going to make just completely bogus reports on people they're pissed at? I know the civil forfeiture laws have been hugely controversial in the past, and now they're wanting neighbors and friends and ex-lovers to rat each other out if they see cash. It's like we're not even going all commie style. We are already there, and most people just don't even realize it yet. Now, speaking of horrible communistic dystopian nightmares... I came across this article today on the Children's Health Defense website 
Which, by the way, just before I get into this, I just kind of want to throw this out there so it doesn't seem like there's a conflict of interest. I will be working with them on developing a few podcasts coming up. So I do kind of have ties to them like that. But regardless of that, I've used their articles before multiple times on the podcast just because they're super well researched and it has a lot of good information. So regardless of me working on their podcast or not, I would still be telling you about the stuff I found on their website. But check this out. The title of the article is called Bloody Secret, Lab-Grown Meat Made with Unborn Cow Blood. Holy shit. So check this out. This is the meat that Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson's They've been touting, you know, this lab-grown meat as a way to basically feed everybody in the future. But check this out. Apparently, our, I don't know if they don't realize this, but it's made from real animal cells grown inside of a lab. So it's not vegan. It's not vegetarian. They actually take fetal blood from slaughtered cows. So basically involves the blood of the unborn cow fetuses and it's extracted from their mothers after slaughter. Fetal bovine serum is used for tissue engineering, vaccine development, and to create cell-based meat products. Scientists have the ability to biopsy animal cells and keep them alive outside the body. And that's been going on since the 50s. So imagine how far they've come since then. They can grow the meat in a lab. And this is what these megalomaniac elites, quote unquote elites, expect us dirty, unwashed peasants to eat lab grown meat. And I don't care any way you look at it. That shit is not vegan because you're literally having to take the blood of a fetus from a slaughtered female cow. So get the fuck out of here. That's not vegan in any sense of the word. So when you hear these psychopaths talking about the lab-grown meat, that is what they're talking about. It is creepy as shit. It is like a soylent green nightmare. I don't know anybody. I mean, I sure as hell would not feel comfortable eating some lab-grown meat. It just is like, okay, can we even trust you people to give us a vaccine without killing us? No. Now you want us to trust them growing meat? that we depend on to literally survive? Nope, sorry, not happening. So now we have a rando change of subject. A few months ago, I believe it was October, I did a couple of episodes based upon a Soviet classified document and what they found in Ananarabi documents that was collected during World War II. And it was basically what the Ananarabi found in ancient Tibetan manuscripts. Now, the Ananarabi were a Nazi think tank. So I actually did two episodes about this, and I had found the original document on Reddit. Now, the other day, I'm fucking around on Revit, which is basically a website where it shows you anytime you've been shadow banned on Reddit. I have 13 pages of shadow bans. And what that means is basically... They made it so your comment is not able to be seen by other people, but it still appears in your feed. So you won't even know it's shadow banned. Well, like half of my shadow bans were anytime I was talking about this Soviet document and anytime I posted a link. So I started talking about it and hundreds of people started getting a hold of me asking me for the link to the Soviet document. 
which was fine. It worked for a few days, but now they've actually deleted the original post. These fucking people, I don't know why they're trying so hard to censor this classified document. It's from the 80s and nobody fucking believes it anyway. I mean, it's crazy next level information. It has basically information about the precursor races to humans, the reasons of pyramids were built, Atlantis. It covers a lot of stuff. And they, meaning Reddit, they want this information just wiped from their website. And by doing that, it's creating like fucking a firestorm of people wanting the information. Over the last couple of weeks, I've had hundreds of people ask me for the document. And luckily, I downloaded the whole classified document. So if you want it, hit me up and I'll happily send it to you. It's in PDF format. So you can't put this information on Reddit. They will shadow ban your post. They don't want it getting out for some reason. And for that fact alone, it makes me kind of feel like there might be some more truth to this document than I originally thought. And I already thought the document was pretty fucking interesting. It goes in depth with these theories, with the information the Ananarbi found. And it just so happens I had read a book called Forbidden Archaeology by Michael Cremo, and that was published in the mid-90s. Now, that book corroborates information that was in this 1982 Soviet classified document. Like, how the fuck does that happen? So I really think there's some truth to it. I don't know why Reddit is going crazy with the censorship specifically on that document, but it has to make you stop and wonder. So check this out, guys. This is a story that is breaking as of today. 108 people arrested in a massive police bust of sex trafficking and pedophile ring at Disney World. So according to officials, more than 100 people have been arrested in Florida. That's including Disney employees as a part of a disturbing, a massive human trafficking operation. On Wednesday, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd announced the arrests of 108 persons as a part of Operation March Sadness 2. It was a six-day undercover operation targeting fucking pedophiles at Disney World in Florida. So according to the sheriff, one of the Disney employees was a 27-year-old lifeguard at Disney World's Polynesian Village Resort. And according to Judd, the alleged pedophile sent sexual photographs and graphic sexual chats to an undercover officer acting as a 14-year-old girl. There was another Disney employee arrested and he worked at the Cosmic Restaurant. He was 24 years old. Another Disney employee arrested was 45-year-old IT worker. And another one was a 27-year-old software developer. So, four arrests, same company, and that's just this week. If you look at the history of Disneyland, Disney World in Florida, they do these busts maybe two or three times a year. So, it's like Disneyland and Disney World have a fucking pedophile problem. And for some reason, the people that are doing the hiring at Disney aren't weeding these nasty motherfuckers out. And they're not even trying, it would seem, because Sheriff Judd seems to be the only one trying to weed out these fucking perverts from getting your kids. I mean, I get it. Pedophiles are going to try to put themselves in positions where they have contact with kids. But... Disney has to do better. They have got a terrible track record of having pedophiles in their midst and just doing nothing about it until the sheriffs step in. 
You just can't trust any of these nasty motherfuckers, and you surely can't trust a Disney employee. Now, I'm sure you guys have all heard about the crazy cluster outbreaks of this new super strong HIV variant. Well, just in time, the NIH has launched clinical trials of three mRNA HIV vaccines. What could go wrong? Check this out. The National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, part of the National Institute of Health, has launched phase one clinical trials evaluating three experimental HIV vaccines based on messenger RNA platform. I mean, what what could go wrong? Absolutely nothing, because that shit's all safe and effective, right? And of course, a nasty ass little Fauci has his grubby little fingers involved. So I'm sure there's going to be an outbreak even further of this HIV going on. It's just absolutely insane. And speaking of absolutely insane, have you guys seen how the media keeps trying to like basically say, oh, it's normal for young people to stroke out. It's normal for young people to have heart attacks. And the stroke out part is really hitting the mainstream media lately because Haley Bieber, I think that's how you say it, basically the wife of Justin Bieber, had a stroke or what they're saying was stroke symptoms the other day. And they're trying to blame it on COVID. Well, this girl had COVID and they shot her up with the jab. How many times? What is it? Like two, three times? I know they want a fourth at this point. People are dropping like flies. Young people. Okay. I had a friend die unexpectedly last week. He was in his 30s and he went into cardiac arrest. And apparently nobody fucking thought it was strange that a 30 year old just died. And yes, he was vaccinated. So more and more people are having terrible side effects from these shots and the media is just working overtime to cover up the information. It's fucking outrageous. But, you know, Russia, Ukraine, got to pay attention to all that shit. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Ukraine, former Washington State Representative Matt Shea who's accused of participating in, quote-unquote, in an act of domestic terrorism against the U.S., is in Poland right now trying to adopt 60 Ukrainian children, and he's refusing to tell the authorities what he plans to do with the children or even his last name. No shit, this is in the seattletimes.com right now. I'm sorry, but these nasty-ass motherfuckers are not to be trusted with any kids, let alone orphan kids with no one to look out for them. So I don't know. Pay attention and see what happens with that whole story because it just sounds all bad. Okay. And let's go back to the whole COVID death situation. Nine out of 10 COVID deaths are in vaccinated people. So this is based upon a report released by the UK government. And it's confirmed that nine out of every 10 deaths related to COVID-19 are found in those who are fully vaccinated. Although the virus variant is the same and the UK approved only one different vaccine, AstraZeneca, from the United States, the data in the US is different. Check this out. This may be due in a large part to the way the CDC definition is used to identify who is vaccinated. Yeah, they just uh, play word salad games. So it's looking like here, not as many vaccinated people are dying. But that's not true. It's just because they aren't counting you fully vaccinated unless you have all three shots. You know, the two fucking OG shots plus the booster. 
and now they're saying the fourth shot. So if you don't have the fourth shot, you are not going to be considered fully vaccinated. If they don't know your vaccination status, they will just automatically consider you not fully vaccinated. So all of this information coming from the CDC is just more fucking bullshit because they don't want everyone to know how bad they have failed at trying to protect the public, you know, their jobs. So I know Rand Paul has like called for Fauci to be terminated and his position to just be done away with. Because this is a non-elected position and he has got so much power over just the regular people in the United States. And the way the media fawn over him, it's absolutely insane. They're acting like this guy is a rock star. And I mean, I don't see how some fucking guy who basically cares more about money than actual human lives can be considered a rock star. But apparently the media is really good at spinning their bullshit and having people eat it up. Now, I know I've told you guys multiple times you need to start stocking up on the essentials because there's probably going to be food shortages. It's already happening in Germany where just the basic staples are on shortage. I'm talking about cooking oil, flour, milk, sugar. And now Argentina has halted soybean exports. So that means other goods are going to be halted from different countries. This is just the beginning so you need to try to just stock up on rice, beans, honey, any canned foods you can get, MREs, water filters, medical supplies, first aid kits, paper-bound books with good information in them, you know, like medical texts, ammo, and weapons. And hopefully you're stocking up for nothing. You just have a great little supply you can bust into when times are getting a little tough. Hopefully that's how it turns out. I mean, of course, nobody wants this all this whole crash to happen. Nobody wants to see people starving. But, you know, there Russia has stopped exporting fertilizer. Apparently in the US, 12% of our fertilizer comes from Russia. So that just means prices are going to be driven up here, which they already are. I'm already seeing farmers talk of how much everything is starting to cost. And that's just going to be passed on to us the taxpayer, the middle class. And it's like, how much more can we fucking pay? Our taxes are through the roof. Gas is through the roof. Food is getting completely out of control. Check this out. I go to the store the other day and I'm just trying to buy a simple frozen pizza from California Pizza Kitchen. Now, three months ago, these ridiculous little cheese pizzas were $7.99. Now they're $10.99. And that happened in a space of like a couple of weeks. So it's just going to keep going up and it's going to get really tight for a lot of people. So fucking hunker down, guys. Some bad times may be coming up. Now, I found an interesting article by investigative reporter Seth Harp. He has been reporting on the situation at Fort Bragg. So check this out. Six weeks ago, Fort Bragg officials falsely told him that only 30 soldiers had died there in 2021. In fact, the true number is 52, only six of whom were on guard or reserve. Through FOIA, that's the Freedom of Information Act, he obtained a set of casualty reports from the U.S. Army. 52 soldiers died in Fort Bragg in 2021, on top of 45 in 2020, for a two-year total of 97. Check this out. 83 soldiers have died at Fort Bragg in the 18 months ending in June 2021. 
only 11 of those deaths were from natural causes. And apparently Fort Bragg has completely stopped reporting soldier deaths on base. Now, nine of the Fort Bragg soldiers recently had died of unknown causes. They were all in their 20s and 30s and all died in their sleep and not one autopsy has been done. Mainstream media is not talking about it, but I'm just going to fucking call it. These people were all forced to get the clot shot. And now suddenly the soldier death rates are shooting up in young, healthy soldiers. They're dying in their sleeps. What could it be? I've got no idea. I mean, basically, we're about to make our entire military completely inoperable. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I really hope these people's families put, I don't know, pressure on the secretary of the army to do an investigation into why these soldiers are dying at such a high rate now and get them to stop forcing these people to take the vaccination. They were literally dishonorably discharging soldiers soldiers if they refused to get the clot shot. Fucking mind-boggling. So a few weeks ago, I was telling you guys about a German insurance company CEO who kind of just leaked COVID vaccine injury data. Check this out. He was fired. Yeah. Apparently, there's no protections for whistleblowers. And I'm like, this guy needs to put out a message ASAP that he's not suicidal. But, I mean, he's basically what the CEO of Germany's largest health insurance company. And he was just abruptly fired last month after he released the data suggesting German health authorities are significantly underreporting COVID-19 vaccine injuries. So his name is Andreas Schaffbeck, and he worked at BKK Provida. And he has been scrubbed from the company's website. It's just like he never even fucking worked there. So all of the information he released has been web archived. You can find that if you want to like dig into what he is saying. But I mean, the gist of it is this. He noticed an unexpected jump in vaccine related health insurance claims in February. He notified the Paul Ehrlich Institute, the PEI, which is basically like the German equivalent of the CDC. And he told them that the PEI was underreporting adverse events to the COVID vaccines. This is his letter. If these figures are extrapolated to the whole year and to the population in Germany, probably 2.5 to 3 million people in Germany have received medical treatment for vaccination side effects after corona vaccination. The chairman of the NAV Wirtschaubund, which is an association of private medical practitioners in Germany, said the PEI and BKK would be working closely to examine the billing code data. And like I said, all that information, his conversations with their version of the CDC is scrubbed. They're trying to say that, I guess, uh, Schaffbeck's letters are just complete nonsense. Of course, they're going to try to discredit him. They don't want this information getting out to the general public. So that's just kind of crazy. Just more whistleblowers being silenced and losing their livelihood if they speak out. And there's nothing anybody can do about it because of the megalomaniacs in charge. They have a stranglehold on the media and legacy media more specifically. They've got these politicians just wrapped around their fingers because all they care about is money. So it's just like 
the EU, the United States, Canada, Australia were being run by a fucking corporation who's not elected and they're trying to run us into the ground a la World Economic Forum Great Reset style. And unfortunately, it's just like the plan is, you know, well on its way, coming to fruition with these two wars and something terrible happening. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe one of those fucking bio labs leaking something terrible or just a lot more loss of life because people are already dying over there. And at some point, the public's going to get sick of it and they're going to be like, okay, no more one world government. So we don't ever have wars like this. Just some bullshit like that. And now we have fucking let's go Brandon, President Brandon, trying to get us all on a digital currency, which will be all bad. I don't even want to get into that because I've like been screaming at you guys the last few weeks about this digital currency and digital ID. So you know what's up with that. But it's just a shit show, guys. I don't know what has to happen to get people to wake up. I don't even know if it's possible at this point because it's like they're so far into this plan. So we'll see. Just get yourselves prepared and get your loved ones prepared for the shit to hit the fan. <laughs> okay, so next week we may not have an episode because I swear I'm moving and it's going to happen at some point next week. But we'll see. I'm not 100%, but I'll let you guys know what's going on. But like I always tell you, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.